0: We really like to all be clutter-free. Sometimes you might need some help. Yeah, Living Sunny can help with that. We're talking about Erica Madama. She's back today joining us to talk more about the home organization she does. And we have a very special show uh, coming here today about enjoying a clutter-free holiday season from Halloween to New Year's. Erica, please say hello and introduce yourself.
1: Yes, hey, thanks for having me today. I'm excited for our topic. Um, I think everyone can benefit from some of these tips, but I'm Erica Madama, owner of Sunny Spaces Organizing out of Pittsburgh, PA, and I'm happy to share some insights
0: for you all today. All right. Would you also mind telling us how we could reach you, share your uh, website, phone number, contact, anything of the sort? Yeah, of course. Uh, So
1: the best way to reach us is probably through Instagram or Facebook at Sunny Spaces Organizing on either of those platforms. Um, if you prefer to email us, hello at livingsunny.com, or you can just visit our website, um, sunnyspacesorganizing.com. Fill out our contact us form, or just get a little bit, you know, get to know our team and everybody who helps make Sunny Spaces so great.
0: Oh, beautiful. And you're right, holiday season, and it's hard. Let me explain to you the problem I have at my house. I had a double groin hernia surgery last month, so I took everything down for Halloween from the attic since july so my dining room turned into a storage area for halloween stuff i finally got the stuff outside and the animatronics built but now i have all the clutter of the bins i never put away i'm a clutter bug and i need any advice i can get because then it's like uh i have old stuff from halloween do i need my kids costumes i mean there's a lot okay so halloween to start what do you want to say about that (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was, you know, I wasn't even thinking about the decorating as much as the, um, all the costumes, right? It's like, are we ever going to wear these things again? Should we throw them away? Gosh, like, nothing is cheap anymore. Everything's so expensive. So, like, what if someday maybe we will wear this? Um, passing it on to another sibling. Um, it just, it's hard because it all takes up so much space on top of the decorating. And, you know, the millions, this is like my favorite time of year. There's so many activities and things to be doing and fall festivals and, just like it's such a busy time of year it's easy to let all the clutter and stuff just pile up and become a I'll deal with it later kind of situation. Um, so my biggest advice is always less is more and do what brings you joy if you're not feeling inspired to decorate outside this year it's okay you, I'm giving you permission to not do the things that aren't you know sparking the
0: fun for you so and keeping okay up with, with the Joneses that could be traditions. difficult too keeping up with the Joneses you know
1: for sure for sure. Yeah, you don't have to do it all. And really, you know, Halloween's turned into quite the holiday, I feel like, as the years keep going by. And, um, you know, it used to just be like a simple night of wearing something silly and going out trick-or-treating has become really a month-long extravaganza. So be be the holiday that you want it to be. Make it, make it what you want it to be. Don't feel like, yeah, you have to do these extreme goo baskets and crafts and all these crazy things that just don't, if they don't fill your cup, then, you know, it's okay to say no to them.
0: All right. Good to know. But what do you do with all those costumes if you just still like you're holding on to them? Like, what are we going to do with them? <laughs> what can we do?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard, right? There's there's options. You can keep them, and that's fine if you have the space to store them. Um, you can throw them away, or you can donate them. So We can talk about each of those topics in a little bit more detail. Um, I think everyone automatically just wants to keep stuff because we've spent money and it's almost this guilt of like oh that costume was $40 like well maybe someday I'll be a pirate again or you know just holding on to in, in just in case but i challenge you to really ask yourself will you actually rewear that costume and if it's for your child will they actually rewear it it might be an obvious yes and it might make sense to hold on to that but it might also be an obvious no and be time to let go
0: all right. Good to know. You're right. And I like the donation aspect, but what about repurposing it and maybe freshening it up and changing it around somehow or using a bodysuit from one costume for the next year? Yeah. I mean,
1: there's, it's, and it depends, right? Like some people are all about a store-bought, easy-peasy, comes in a bag, it has all the pieces, and a lot of other people love this time of year because they get to craft and be creative and, and pull things together. I am the buy-it-in-a-bag and hope all the pieces are there because I'm not sewing one thing together for, for my kids. Um, but maybe you are the crafty type and you could take, you know, your kid's ghost uh, costume and turn it into like a ghost scarecrow for your yard next year and repurpose it into a decoration that you'll continue to display and have that memory of. If you're a crafty kind of person, that's great for you. If you know you're not going to do that, maybe it is time to toss or donate. Oh,
0: I never thought about that. Yeah, that's a great. I have an old Buzz Lightyear and um, uh, all the characters, the Woody and the, the what's her name? I forgot but, that I have still sitting oh, in the attic. But I can put some stuff hay in it and stuff it up and make it a costume decoration for the front porch because we have extra, exactly. that's a great, awesome idea. You, Thank you. All right, all right. What else could we do? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so if you did decide, you know, maybe you have multiple children and you're going to be passing on, you know, whoever was woody last year, maybe your younger child would be that this, you know, next year. Um, If you are going to keep them, make sure that you're storing them in a place that's going to be out of the way. These are not things that you need to be seeing every day. Um, I recommend putting them in a Ziploc baggie, if they'll fit. They actually, Target sells these amazing, I forget what the size is, they're like extra large two-gallon Ziplocs. They fit a lot of things. Um, highly recommend, but zip lock them all together so all the parts stay, you know, every headpiece and whatever accessories came with it so you're not looking for an a essential piece later on. Um, and then you can put them all in a bin together, a plastic tote, um, or I really am a fan of the vacuum bag, so you can suck all the air out of it and then they really take up very minimal space. Um, and then my other thought is, depending on your kids. My son loves to play dress up. He's actually using his dress up costume this year that he got for Christmas last year as his Halloween costume. Um, So if you're open to that, you can let them, you know, have it in their playroom or create a little dress up spot for them to be able to utilize it just for fun and for play. I'm
0: liking these ideas. And now this is Halloween, You're right? We're in the midst of Halloween. All of our decorations and you know, I also feel like I have some attachment to some of my decorations because they were passed down. Uh, what do you tell people who feel sentimental about the excess of decorations that they probably don't need?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're sentimental about an item and you're putting it out on your mantle every year and it brings you happiness, then that's beautiful. I love that. Um, but if you're putting it out because of obligation and you kind of dread it or you you think maybe this is the year you leave it in the basement – um, maybe consider why you truly are holding on to that. What is the attachment? Because if it's not a beautiful thing that's making you really embrace the season, it's probably time to let go of it. Even if it was you know, grandma's or somebody in your family, they wouldn't want you to hold on to things, just hold on to it because it was theirs. I'm sure you have great memories with them and other sentimental items that you can bring out if you need to have kind of a spark of their of their memory.
0: Perfect. I always go with the whole take picture thing. All right. What other holidays do we have coming yeah. up? Are we done with Halloween or did you want to add some more? Um, no, the
1: other part is if you, are, if you are ready to donate whatever costume, and even if it's, you know, I feel like we tend to go through, it's like, oh, five years have passed. We're definitely not fitting into some of these costumes anymore for our kids or we're really never going to use them again. Um, just some unique places to donate to call that out. Obviously, thrift stores, Goodwill, things like that will take it. Um, and Friends Facebook Marketplace, I feel like, has become a huge swap for costumes. Um, but also just the more creative ideas. Local schools will often take costumes because um, they can use them for upcoming theater plays. Um, so they might really need, I don't know what, Woody or Buzz, you never know. Um, so right now is a great time to donate to the, non, to the thrift stores because everyone's out buying them right now. Um, but there's also a really cool nonprofit. It's called Ween Dream, and they help give Halloween costumes to kids throughout the country who are unable to get costumes on their own. So um, they accept donations all year round. You can go right to their website. I believe it's just ween, W-E-E-N, dream.com, um, and they'd be happy to take those off of your hands and re-gift them to someone who can't maybe afford their own costume.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's, what is the name of that again?
1: Ween Dream.
0: W-E-E-N. Oh my goodness. I love that. That is a great idea. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to Google that later. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. You never know. You want to find something, it's out there. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right. Do you want to get into the next festive holiday? Yeah. So, you know, the next big holiday, of course, after Halloween
1: is Thanksgiving. And I feel like We could easily just pass this one off because there's not really a lot of clutter coming in throughout Thanksgiving time, Um, but there's definitely a lot that's, especially if you're hosting, it's like, okay, what am I making? What are our sides? Coordinating everything can be really overwhelming. So while it's not physical clutter, I bet you stay up at night kind of thinking through like, oh, should I really make those sweet potatoes? Who's going to even eat them? Do I bother? Um, You know, a lot of that kind of runs through your head as you're preparing for a big meal.
0: What about extra um, turkey basters? How many could we have? I have too many of them, Like, and but I, I don't throw them away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a great call-out. And actually, this is one of my tips kind of later on our, on my list, but it's a good time to be like, you know, everyone's like, well, if I host Thanksgiving, then I definitely need whatever, right? My turkey platter that I use once a year and my cranberry dish and all of these things, but... I would let you, you know, kind of call out, like, if you don't use it this season, there's probably a reason it's time to let it go. It can be a great, like, validation of I'm holding on to this for this one reason and I haven't used it. So
0: guess what? All done. Oh, perfect. That's a good idea. What else when it comes to the big turkey day? Because I have this big, ugly, <laughs> it's this big, ugly turkey. My kids love it. They're only six and eight, but it was handed down from my mom's aunt to her cousins to me. And I, I take it out of the attic every year and I'm like, I hate this thing. It's, it smells like smoke. They used to smoke cigarettes, but I still keep it there. <laughs> I just like, I, and now my kids like it. I'm like, I'm waiting till they grow out of it to let things go. Like you said, some things are sentimental, but Absolutely. maybe i get get a picture of them with the turkey and then call it quits next year it just that has to go on the garbage some things aren't worth saving <laughs> absolutely if it's not something
1: that you're enjoying i mean
0: if you're utilizing
1: it every year is it a gravy boat
0: no no it's a stuffed animal that goes like on the table oh it's, a stuffed animal. yeah but it's not like oh, a. it's God. like a it's like a you know like those old-fashioned like people sew bedspreads quilts together it's like quilted turkey yeah it's just not attractive but i gotta i gotta work on getting rid of that one (laughs) but maybe don't put it out this year and see if they ask about it good one good one yeah that's a good idea (laughs) what now what about you know it's it's a lot of preparation for thanksgiving and it's always very stressful so if you're like the person who's hosting i mean to make everything is very complicated so would you suggest maybe asking some family and friends to bring a dish or bring is that is that appropriate is that okay to do
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I've hosted Thanksgiving many times, and it is all hands on deck. There is no way I'm going to be the only one in the kitchen freaking out, pulling my hair out, because the timing of something is not lining up. Um, So I always enlist some help, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think most people prefer to bring something to a dinner party, regardless of the holiday. Um, So they're going to be happy, and they're going to be most happy if you're specific. Don't just be like, yeah, yeah, bring some No, like, can you can you tell me specifically what I'm bringing? I'm bringing sweet potato casserole. Awesome. Like, be specific and let them know exactly what the help is that you need. Um, they're really going to appreciate the directness of that rather than trying to come up with something on their own.
0: And, and do we need every single, you know, turkey, everyone gets full, sits on the couch, is full. Do we really need such a big menu? Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you know, th- that answer will depend, too, on how many people you're hosting, but even still, I always say simple is better. Simplify your menu. Decide what, you know, what to you is is Thanksgiving. Most people would say, "Yeah, the turkey, those. Um, no one in my family except me eats the sweet potato casserole I keep talking about because I'm ready for it. Um, but I, like, I need to have that. So I'm going to make that for myself, but that's not something I'm going to make a full recipe of. Um, that's something I'm just going to make, you know, a quarter of a recipe for because I'm the only one that's eating it. So Maybe, you know, sit down and make a list of what is so crucial to you to have um, and really think about years past. What have you either thrown away or just had way too much leftover? Is there a way you can have that recipe? Um, if you know most people in your family aren't eating it, but it's a staple for you to have to make it feel festive, um, what are some of the ways that you can avoid so much excess? Unless you're a person that really loves leftovers, <laughs> you know,
0: that's fine too. Does anyone ever eat the cranberries? I love cranberries. Ah! I, I, do, okay, I' no one in my family does, but we get it every year for no reason. It just sits there and it looks like part of the meal but, because it looks pretty on the table. Yes. yeah, that's it. Um the other good what can you what can
1: you make ahead and either freeze or just have like you know that would still taste good a couple of days away that you're not scrambling. I feel like to me that's always the stressful part is just like getting everything to be timed and ready at the right this is happening and that's happening what if you could just put everything in a in your oven because it was already ready and you're just warming it all up at the same time or i love to use crock pots to limit how much stuff gets crammed in there you can put your potatoes in your crock pot um, your vegetables can go in there. Your stuff in there. What are things that you can do to use your counter space instead of cramming everything into your oven? Perfect
0: one. And by the way, we'll continue talking about Thanksgiving in just a sec. I just need to take a quick break here. Uh, let's do it. Tell us how we can reach out to you, Erica Madama. Tell us the website and forms yeah. of contact.
1: Yeah, we would love to hear who's listening. Um, our Instagram and Facebook is at Sunny Space You can email us at hello at livingsunny.com Or visit us on our website to learn more at
0: livingsunny.com. Perfect. We're going to take a super quick break. Stay tuned, everyone. And we'll be right back with more. We ask that you stay with us. And don't go anywhere. It'll be quick.
1: Celebrating Bubby's 70th birthday. Seven months after her birthday. Saying I don't to more postponements. And I do to each other. The life-changing vacation just a little later in life and the taste of some home cooking that's been simmering for months. Sorry, I think this one's mine. Oh, my bad. For all the things that you've been looking forward to getting back to, we've got a plane for that. Visit JetBlue.com for everyday low fares.
0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, Erica Madama back here joining us from Sunny Spaces Organizing LivingSunny.com. We're going over the holidays. We did Halloween, almost done with Thanksgiving, but really what we need to kind of simplify uh, our life, and make it clutter-free for the holiday season. So what else did you have in mind to share about Thanksgiving?
1: Yeah, just a few other tips to kind of keep it simple and really stress-free. I mean, the holidays are all about getting everybody and laughing and sharing stories and making memories. Um, it shouldn't be this stressful time, you know, stressful day or days leading up to it. So what can you do? Um, We talked before about making things a little bit more potluck style, asking your family members to bring a specific dish, limiting your menu, um, and then making ahead anything that you can, either freezing it or just having it in your fridge ready to go to be warmed up that day. Um, But the other part of, you know, then it's the cleaning. And then if you're using the nice china, it can't go in the dishwasher. So not only are you stressed about making the mess, and then you've got a lot afterwards. So um, one thing I really like to do is kind of have jobs for our group family, even your guests, um, to help with both the prep and the cleanup. And again, not letting it all just fall on you. Um, we're three people that are designated dishwashers or people that are going to clear the table. It's kind of fun to enlist your kids as little wait- waiters and waitresses. They really get a kick out of that. Um, either helping to serve or, or clear the table um, can be a really fun you know tradition that you can start as well we
0: love traditions and speaking of traditions Mm -hmm. one of the biggest holiday i think hosting goes for the christmas and hanukkah holidays for sure i feel like december is really the (coughs) excuse me i'm coughing um (coughs) would you mind taking over one second while i get a drink (laughs) thanks
1: absolutely (laughs) um for the whole december holiday hanukkah everything um in between you know gets kicked off with black friday so one thing just to wrap up thanksgiving is like maybe your black friday doesn't have to revolve around shopping and consuming um consuming product um so i recommend creating a new black friday you can look forward to um because we don't need such an influx of stuff during the december holiday time frame um i feel like as a mom it's just so overwhelming all the holiday park and the Well, meaning aunts that send stuff over and it's just like, ah, every day new things, new things are coming into the house. So really, what can you do to limit all of that influx and really set your intention for this season? What do you want December to look and feel like for you? What's the reason of the season for you? It doesn't have to be about religion at all. It can just be about the magic this time of year brings, the giving, the joy in your children's eyes. Um, What is your reason for the season I think it's really important to go into the month with intention
0: thank you I'm so sorry I'm having trouble over here coughing away but I'll get through no worries. <laughs> um <laughs> you, you mentioned um doing stuff like together with your family and you know to to schedule stuff let me ask you because to me it's always hard to keep the holidays saying there's always something going on you know what do you do with when it comes to uh, scheduling calendars do you have any advice for that one yeah of course so i agree
1: it's like for me things that i want to do and i want to take my kids to, and, and of course family's on the list but they want to do the santa train and i want to go see the holiday lights at just again like fall there just seems to be so much going on and it's crammed into what four weekends really um, of the month so and then of course all of the holiday parties and different activities with your friends and, work and different things come up so um, what I recommend is take the time as you're setting your intention to think about the activities that are really important to you as a family and plan for those first so for us we've already booked our tickets for the Santa train we know when we're going it's done it's on the calendar So if something else comes up that day, unfortunately, we'll have to say no, but that the train was a bigger priority for us. So if you can sit down and really look at what's important to you and get that marked out, then you'll also be able to have time left for. And if someone's inviting you to do something that sounds like, I don't know what, if if riding the Santa train sounds like an awful boring experience, then it's also okay, again, to say no to that and ask yourself: Is this something that I really want to do? And is this going to add to the joy of the holiday season, or is it going to take away and stress me out? Because if it's the latter, well, what's the point in doing it and cramming it in
0: there if it's not filling up your cup? I like that. Oh, yeah, I feel pressure all the time with the kids to do things, but I mean, you know, for the yeah. kids' sake, and my sister feels pressured. I get, I get that aspect, but you got to speak up. Um, what about when it comes to presents? And do you want to share anything about that?
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, since Prime Day already happened in October, my husband and I have tried to like get ahead of the, the toy list, right? Like, oh, what can we buy? What what's um what's gonna come from us and can we get it while there's a deal and same thing with plumbing. Um it's like, Oh, I wanna get the best deal. So what I would say with that is make a list and be intentional with what your I mean, it depends on the age of your kids. We still have control because my kids are only five and two. Nine or six. So, six and eight. six and eight. I still kind of get to say they're not as uh, opinionated yet. <laughs> um, but really think about what you want coming into your house. And maybe you can kind of encourage your your own kids with what kind of items they want to get. Um, you know, I had this realization this year as I was going through our playroom. I always recommend purging your playroom before the season really gets started. Um but I was amazed. I was ready to part with almost everything we got for Christmas last year. And that, like, of all the things that only got used for barely a year. Um, so really think about that as you're as you're going through your toys and what could go. Think about that in relation to what you're bringing in, you know, as a toy giver. Um, is it really something that you want to have on your shelves? Or are you just buying to buy?
0: Got it. Very true. And for the little ones... <clears throat> You know, you feel like (laughs) it's hard not to give them things, but then you mentioned the word purging. How do you work on getting a child to purge their own toys at like the end of the year after a season of use? Any suggestions on that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. I mean, my five year old -old thinks that everything is like gold, and he's like, "Oh no, that's my safe. We haven't played with this, and how long?" You know, but they always have a reason. Um, So last year I started partnering with a local nonprofit, and I know most people listening are probably not in Pittsburgh um, but there's something similar in your city. Um, this one here is called Play It Forward Pittsburgh and it's basically this that collects all these gently used toys and then allows the public to come shop for free but shop to buy things that they wouldn't be able to just go out and purchase and that allows these new kids to have um, you know, a beautiful holiday season. Um, so I've let my son know that there's people out there that yeah. aren't that's us, don't live in a nice house or don't, you know, have these playrooms like we have. And, you know, he's only really been exposed to yeah. what we have. Um, so know that there's other kids out there and that we would really be doing a good thing to give away some of these toys and just kind of starting to instill that in him now. I don't know that he fully gets it, um, but the other thing mm-hmm. that might be helpful and that we find helpful in our house is to pull all of your like items. So uh, I have two boys, so we're trucks and more trucks and more trucks. Um, but it's kind of pulling all those items out and saying, "Hey guys, can we get rid of five of these that we don't yeah. need?" Or there there's seven fire trucks. Can we pick two? You no, know, and just kind of really seeing it in that volume helps them realize, like, you know what, you're right. I don't need. of the same item. Got it. Um, It can also be enlightening for you as the parent as well to see the volume all together.
0: Beautiful. And uh, before we go, what about uh, creating some type of experience gifts or Amazon gift lists? I know that was on there too.
1: Yeah. So that's something also, remember the Christmas, I went crazy. Um, And I just bought everything and I wrapped everything and I thought it was so cool. And we had an amazing Christmas, but it was an amazing Christmas because it snowed and we got to go wedding and it was our we were outside with our neighbors we was here and that's what made it special not the thousand gifts under the tree um so that also shifted some to say we don't need as much stuff as we need experiences so now I ask for things like a museum pass or we go to the trampoline park a lot we'd love a gift card there a zoo pass um a pool pass Um, a craft studio, there's lots of art studios and things around here that they can go and take and have an experience and have it be with the person that's giving the gift. Do a weekend away with grandma to Hershey Park or whatever is near you, that could be really a long lasting memory, much more so than that fire truck that makes endless sounds, um, even when no one's playing with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Very good, well thank you so much and uh, try to do this all before Black Friday, right? To get the best deal do all our shopping or if you can, Yep. Yeah. try to be planned ahead for sure. All right, well, thank you so much, pleasure to have you back as always. Erica Madama, tell us how we can reach you and do you offer an initial uh, discovery call uh, if someone's interested in your services?
1: Yeah, if anyone's interested today, we'd love to come out, pre purge your playroom for you, do whatever we can, organize your cabinets for the holidays. Um, we would offer a complimentary um, initial call, or it depends if you're virtual or here, we'll come to your house, do a walkthrough with you um, virtually. And then from there, we'll decide the best course of action to take to get you organized. If you're interested, you can head to our website, livingsunny.com. You can fill out our contact us form um, or go ahead and send us an email, um, hello at livingsunny.com. Or if you prefer the social channels, we're on Instagram and Facebook at Sunny Spaces Organizing.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.
1: Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old.
0: I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is like